Welcome to Zen for Everyday Life with Matt Valentine. Insight, inspiration, and wisdom for living a more mindful, peaceful, and joy-filled life. Episode number 30. Welcome to a new episode of Zen for Everyday Life. I am Matt Valentine, and today we're going to talk about something slightly different, at least at first it might seem different, uh, which is uh, advice uh, if you're having a a bad day, Uh, things that you should know if if you're having a bad day. And this is uh, essentially an adaptation of a post originally that I wrote some time ago at this point on the blog, and I wanted to kind of give an updated version. I wanted to do a version on the podcast. Uh, I'm not going to list off all. It was originally 15 points. Uh, I'm only going to cover about 10 of them, but this was a powerful article that a lot of people originally enjoyed, that, that was originally helpful for a lot of people. And as you'll see, Within the points that I cover, it directly pertains to a lot of things that I talk about on the podcast, uh, to mindfulness and meditation practice, uh, to various different Buddhist principles and different things that are just really helpful uh, to us in daily life, certain insights that we come to from mindfulness practice and such. And so it's a really simple principle. It's sort of taking these various different topics and applying them in a different way to to really just sort of giving you give you a, a bit of a jolt, uh, particularly if you're having a hard time right now. Uh, and I found each one of these points particularly helpful, just reading over them, just remembering them. Even if you already know about them, you know, we forget about things from time to time, things that can be really helpful and beneficial to us. And so in all likelihood, you're going to notice, you're going to recognize most of the points on this list, but you'll have forgot about them. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what? That's right. Yeah, and you know what? That does actually make me feel a bit better. So that's my hope for this podcast episode is that you have that sort of reaction. Again, especially if you're having a hard time. I know know all of us are going through various different challenges. Uh, Essentially, at, at every moment, there's all kinds of different things going on. We're all going through different things, but we're all generally going through something. Uh, and these points sort of bring that into focus and help us again remember things that can really bring us uh, bring us back to center. So uh, before we get to today's episode, though, you can visit buddhaimonia.com. That's B-U-D-D-H-A-I-M-O-N-I-A.com to get my weekly blog posts, various mindfulness and meditation guides, podcast episode show notes, my books, and various other resources. Plus, you can join the weekly Buddhaimonia newsletter at buddhaimonia.com forward slash newsletter to uh, get various free gifts and my weekly newsletter. And you can pick up my free ebook, The Little Book of Mindfulness, which is a A to Z introduction to the practice of mindfulness meditation. So again, that's at buddhaimonia.com forward slash newsletter. Okay, having said that, let's get to today's episode. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about something that I originally wrote about a while back on the blog, as I mentioned, and uh, so this is essentially an adaptation of it, an update of it, you know, a written 
podcast version of it where I kind of get to riff a little bit on certain points uh, and say certain things that I didn't get to before and that sort of thing. Uh, So this is things you should know when you're having a bad day. And so I'm going to list through a number of different points. And as I mentioned already, these are all essentially just things that for most of us, there'll be reminders. Some of us, there'll be new points that we hadn't considered or thought about or heard of yet. Uh, I'm hoping that at least a few of these will be reassuring to you. At least a few of these can sort of bring you into a better mood, sort of bring you into not not just a better mood, but kind of shift the, the position you're in mentally and bring you to this, this state of mind that's more... Uh, that's more grateful, that's more thankful for where you are now, that's more aware of your challenges are temporary, and it's more where you're more aware of your own inner strength. And so, uh, as I mentioned, it might sound like a little bit of a different title from a lot of the things that we've talked about so far on the podcast, but the points really bring us back to so many of the things that we have talked about before, uh, just talking about some of them in a slightly different way. So let's get straight into this list. Uh, There's a lot of really, really great ones I think you guys are going to like. So number one is it's only as bad as you think it is. To some, it might go without saying, but we tend to blow things out of proportion. When something happens, however big or small, we often try to imagine that our lives will be forever changed in some significant way, or worse, that our lives are over altogether. You know, something happens that in retrospect is so small, uh, but we feel like our entire life has come crushing down around us. But then something interesting happens. The situation plays out. Time goes by, and you go back to largely the same life or literally your identical life as before. And this is because for the most part, we live in our heads. So when something happens, it's not about what's happening, but more about what we think and feel about what's happening. And we almost always think things are worse than they are. That's such an important point to remember. The best thing you can do right now for yourself is just to get out of your head. That's so important. So look around you and really see this moment. See reality for what it is instead of wallowing in the sort of sort of prison, the sort of cage that we often make of our minds. And really, ultimately, it's your choice. How you react to this challenge, tragedy, difficulty, whatever it is, ultimately, it's your choice how you react. It might sound a bit simplistic, but it is a fact we so often forget or just ignore altogether. And ultimately, it's, it's a really powerful truth that you can use to change how you feel about what happened. Just reminding yourself that it's your choice how you react. You know, it, that, also, uh, in, that also applies to if it occurred in the past. You can still choose how you feel about it. And we'll talk a little bit about the past uh, later. Uh, there's an interesting point that I talk about with regards to the past, but by taking a moment to look deeply into the situation and really just pulling whatever positives you can from it, you can really completely change 
the way you look at the situation. Sometimes this might seem easier said than done, but it's a perspective shift. If you just begin to just make that effort, remember it's your choice how you react to the challenge. So if you make that effort, oftentimes you can completely change or at least change a little bit about how you feel about it. And that'll change how bad it really is because how bad it really is is how bad it just seems to us. Uh, Often, and this is true even with physical pain, uh, we've discovered this particularly in in the research of, of, uh, of chronic pain with regards to mindfulness practice, is that a huge portion of the suffering that we experience in chronic physical pain is in the story that we tell ourselves about the pain. And so that's what this is all about. It's only as bad as you think. So there's the actual pain, there's the actual challenge, the actual experience, and then there's the story that we tell about it. What story are you telling yourself about this challenge, about this experience? And you can change that story. Or you can just begin to just see that story for the story and begin to see reality as reality and separate those two. And that's very beneficial. So number two, you need the bad to have the good. And this is just a really beneficial reminder. Good and bad, life and death, destruction and creation, and peace and suffering are all two sides of the same coin. And they exist simultaneously, at once, on the same spectrum, at all times, constantly at play with one another in one great, big, sort of cosmic dance. That's our life. Without one, the other wouldn't exist. That's just how it is. That's how it is on a small scale within our own individual life, and that's how it is in our entire world, in the universe. That's just how it is. Those two things exist at all times, at the same time, simultaneously. That's just sort of a basic, basic fact. You can look around you. Now, what this means is that without your challenges, without your struggles and without any of your hard times, you wouldn't even know what peace or happiness was. You have to go through the times, the bad times, to know what it means to be happy and at peace. So what you can do is you can use this knowledge to cultivate a deep appreciation for your challenges and understand that peace and happiness doesn't exist solely within the good times. It exists within understanding the deeper meaning of this truth so as to, in a sort of way, transcend both life, uh, or to transcend both, and life perpetually, live perpetually unaffected by either, in sort of a a state of, of deep, deep peace. A place where you can actually find a sense, a semblance of, of peace, of contentment, in both the good times as well. Uh, are the bad times as well as the good. And so it's just a deeper understanding of the, the ebbs and flows of life, that there is going to be bad, and when there's good, well, that's temporary just like just like the bad is, and we'll talk about that in a minute as well. But there's just there's those ebbs and flows. And to, to just deeply understand that it's with those bad times that, uh, you know, not only we can we can learn to maintain a deep sense of peace within those difficult times, and mindfulness meditation practice allows us to do that uh, more skillfully, but also that by having those challenges, we can greater appreciate the good times as well. 
Then number three, it will pass. All of it. So appreciate it now. Now, so this is the point I was alluding to that we were about to get to. Regardless of what you're going through, know that the stress, the pain, and all the suffering you feel as a result of it is as temporary as the situation itself. Everything in life is impermanent. And this includes your challenges, stresses, and any bad day that you ever have had, have right now, or will ever have in the future. There's always a new day to look forward to with new possibilities, and the pain will subside in due time. Now, life acts much like a a wave. Remember I talked about the ebbs and flows? This is just another version of that example where the trough or dip is a time filled with stress and anxiety, various different challenges and difficulty, and the crescent or the rise is the the good times. But it's because of this impermanence that difficulties arise when we cling to the various things in our life. The you know quote unquote trick is to learn how to live in a way that you're ever aware of the impermanence of all things and to live without clinging to any specific thoughts, views, and living or non-living things while still abiding in the natural flow of the sort of ocean of life. And this all might sound a little bit uh, a little bit much to, to take in at one time, but it's just the general idea that life works very much like the waves of an ocean. There's the 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 crests, there's the the or the, the troughs rather, where uh, you know, we're going through some sort of particular challenge, we're going through some sort of difficulty, things are tough, there's stress, there's anxiety, and then there is the the rises, you know, the the crests where it rises up and we have a good time and we're happier and we're more at peace, just naturally, just because of the natural flow of life, and understanding, knowing that this is going to happen continuously, no matter, despite your best efforts. And this isn't something to, you know, get down about. This is something that if you adapt to, it'll make your life that much better. So again, this isn't something to get down about. This is something, when you know it, then you can adapt to it. And remember, this point is all about the fact that things are impermanent. And so, the most important point is that during those difficult times, you know that it's not going to last forever. It's going to end. Everything has an end point. And these difficult times, these challenges, these stresses will end. Just knowing that is so powerful. Just that, that in itself is so reassuring. On an individual, on a, you know, on, on, on a basis when we're talking about something we're going through, a feeling or a particular thought, a particular thing we're stressing about. And also on a larger scale, larger, you know, constructs within our life, just to know that, you know, it will pass. Just that simple phrase, it will pass. You can sort of, you know, repeat that to yourself like a mantra. Uh, If that's something you find that is, you know, is beneficial to you, this particular principle, just remind yourself it will pass. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is, it will pass. So if you do this, then the impermanence of life will become a reason to celebrate. 
as I mentioned, and express gratitude, love, and appreciation for everything in it. So it's by virtue of adapting to this knowledge, this understanding, that you actually learn to appreciate everything more. You have more gratitude. And you'll simultaneously no longer be dragged down when things change for the worse, as much as before. Tough times are always difficult. They're always a challenge. But if you learn to adapt to them, if you learn to change, to understand that, okay, there are those ebbs and flows. There are those changes. And so this is a difficult period, and it's just that's how it goes. I was in a good period. Now I'm going through this is a particular challenge happening, not necessarily with yourself, but within your life in some way, and to just adapt to that and know that, okay, let me turn inward a little bit more. Let me make sure that I take care of myself. Whatever it is that's happening, you make you you adapt to that change and you take care of yourself better and you work through that challenge better. It might still be challenging, but it's so much better than the opposite. You know, hoping that that challenge goes away, wanting it to go away, trying to push it away, not accepting it, denying it. All these different things that we have the habit of doing, doing the opposite, moving towards it and accepting it and being open to it, that makes the experience so much easier and knowing that it will pass. It's so important. On number four, blessings are there even in the worst of times. So this is the general idea that there's always things, good things that we can find even in the most challenging of times. So in every moment, whether good or bad, there's, there are really countless, countless number of things to be grateful for, to be appreciative for. Whether it's access to clean drinking water and nutritious food, a roof over your head, access to the internet and communication with the world around you, or the love of your friends and family, there's just certain things that most of us are lucky enough to have around us at all times that we usually take for granted for. That we usually take take for granted. And the reason is because it's, they're always around us. We forget about it. We forget that it's there because it's just, it's just always there. It never goes away. We kind of forget that it can go away. And sort of reminding yourself about those things that you always have, you know, the roof over your head, the love of your friends and family. So just really remind yourself of that can really help help improve the situation. It can really help change the sort of climate, the mental climate uh, during that challenge. And it can really bring you, bring you back to center in a lot of ways. Really, one of the most powerful things you can do when you're experiencing tough times is to think of all the things you have to be grateful for. So you can list this out if you wanted to, or just do it in your head. Start with all the obvious things, and then move all the way down the list until you have to to really sit and think about the things you do or have with you in your life that are, again, always there, but which you never notice. And so that can be really powerful. It can kind of sort of even out your emotions and your feelings and your perspective of the overall situation. By realizing you still have countless things to be grateful for in life, you sort of step back from your self-centered viewpoint, you know, where you're just, you're, you're, you know, you're focused completely on this challenge and you can see nothing else. So it, it allows you to step back and see things with greater perspective. You see that this challenge is not my life. 
This is just a piece of it. This is just something that's happening. I actually have all these other great things to be, these are these other blessings to be appreciative for in my life right here at the same time as I'm going through this challenge. Number five, there's wisdom in every experience. And so by that, I'm not referring to life as some like human-like consciousness or or higher being trying to teach you some lesson, uh, whether or not that's something that that you believe in. I mean, this is this is a much more uh, sort of grounded and personally observable thing that I'm talking about here in particular. So on your path, you know, living this life, there are various experiences which will either show you or confirm in you something important. So if you live your life consciously, then you'll be able to find the bit of wisdom or truth expressed in a particular situation. So let's say you were just, you know, dumped by your girlfriend or boyfriend, for instance, or worse, just split from your husband or wife. In this case, the lesson or reminder could be that everything in life is impermanent and that you need to go with the natural flow of life uh, and cultivate that spirit of non-attachment, yet fully experiencing life firsthand, still in all its joy and beauty. And you know, when you do that, you don't escape the sadness, you don't escape the difficult times, but you're able to deal with them better. Instead of uh, an unhealthy attachment, that can bring you down. So the second something bad happens to you with regards to your relationship, it just destroys you. It sends you, you know, things like that can can send somebody who's not mentally prepared into depression and, and anxiety and stress and all kinds of bad things. Well, if you live in that that state of mind where you're always aware of the impermanence of things and you're appreciative, like we talked about earlier, you're appreciative of the things that you have now, you know things will change. And you're just aware of that, and you do your best to live in that way to where you don't become uh, you know, completely attached to this person, like you completely depend on this person as your, uh, sort of as your, your, your mental well-being in a sort of way, uh, not in the way that you love a child. You know, my children, of course, if anything ever happened to them, it would be, it would be absolutely incredibly difficult to take. But the understanding of the, the impermanence of things, the understanding that there's always that possibility and just maintaining that appreciation and that gratitude of having them here. If something were to ever happen, it's still difficult. We're still human. We still go through these emotions and such, but they don't dominate over you. They wouldn't rule over you and they wouldn't completely derail you from your life and just completely destroy your mental well-being. That would be significantly different. You are aware this is a possibility, and you are also aware that if you turn inward to the sadness, you turn inward to, to what's going on within you, then it becomes easier. You allow yourself to be sad instead of running from it. And so, again, the lesson or reminder could be that everything is impermanent that you need to go with the natural flow of life. Whatever the experience is that happen, whatever the challenge it is that happen, there's some sort of lesson that you can take from it. It might not be something this intense, uh, this severe. It could be something much smaller, but there's always something. There's wisdom in every experience. There's, there's just something you can take from every experience. And that doesn't necessarily make things easier for you in any way, but what it does do is it turns you 
it shifts the perspective a bit to what can I learn from this? Sort of moving forward. You know, that's very much more a moving forward state of mind. Like I'm moving forward through this. My life's going to be better as a result of this because I learned an important lesson. And that can shift you to a state of gratitude and appreciation as well. That thank God I, I learned this before, you know, something worse would have happened. So very important uh, to understand. No matter what you're going through, there's wisdom in every experience. So point number six, each moment is a fresh new moment. This is a great point. This is something that uh, has been really helpful for me personally. And it's essentially the idea is that each and every day is a completely new moment. It's a completely new reality. Uh, each new moment in a day is, is a fresh new moment, no matter whether it's another day or not. No matter what happened, no matter what you're still going through right now, you can decide to completely turn things around by realizing that you're not chained to the past in any real way. Sometimes it can feel that way, but you aren't chained to the past in any actual real concrete way. Each new moment is unbound to the past with every possibility to be completely different from the way things were or have been. And the future is no more than a pull of potentiality within our minds. So don't let yourself be pinned down by either. Whether that's worrying about what's going to happen in the future or getting down about what just happened in the past or what has happened in the past. See the beauty of each new moment and realize that each moment brings the opportunity to completely change everything for the better. Get out of your head and live fully in the present moment or more fully in the present moment with mindfulness and you'll realize the infinite possibilities that exist right in front of you. And this is true in every moment, every single day, every moment. Whatever happened is, is gone. It's the past. Certain things, they, the, the traces live on within our life. That's, that's true in some cases. But whatever happened is done. It's gone. And you now have this fresh new moment with which to move forward and create a better life a better possibility for yourself, a better life right here in this moment and also in the future. So you always have that possibility. No matter what happened, this moment is different from the last moment. Each moment really is a fresh new moment, new possibilities, new opportunities. And that's just really by changing your state of mind, shifting your state of mind to looking forward. Even if things are still tough right now, what happened is gone and you can now look forward. You can appreciate this moment and you can also look forward to a better future as well. So number seven, this is a little bit of a, an interesting one, one that I found very helpful personally, and it's that you can change the past. So you can literally change your past experiences. I mean that. Think about something that's happened in the past. Now I'll use myself as an example. When I was in high school, it was nothing special. I learned very little. I didn't do anything all that great. And generally went through life half asleep while being directed more by my impulses and immediate desires than conscious decisions. Uh, and before you think that I'm talking about girls or something, I'm mostly talking about video games. <laughs> so that was back when I was in high school. Now I'm not in high school anymore. But now I think high school is very special. 
I learned a number of very important life lessons and ultimately look on it as an overall pleasant experience. But wait, that's literally changing my definition of the past, isn't it? And to change what you think, what you define a past experience as, is to change the past itself. To us, to you right now, the only thing the past is, is a collection of thoughts in your mind. The past is what you think it is. That's absolutely true. So while I was going through high school, right after high school, even years after high school, I thought it was one thing. Now, I think it's something completely different. My memory of high school is completely different than what it was before. And that's simply from the difference in what I knew then versus what I know now. So you literally have the ability to change the past. And this is because what goes on in our heads is often just as real as what goes on outside, as we just talked about for a moment. In fact, a good part of our past experience is often just that. Really, for the most part, all of our past experience is just that, just the, the collection of those thoughts and feelings about the past, not the actual event itself. If you learn this point thoroughly, if you really understand this point thoroughly, you'll see that it's entirely up to you to decide what this experience is going to mean to you. Now, that's a pretty powerful realization. You decide what the past means, and by deciding what the past means, you essentially alter your past in a very real way. Think about that. And number eight, you're not a victim. It's only natural to want to beat yourself up when bad things happen. So don't kick yourself for doing it, whatever it is, or because something happened. Someone gets hurt, or we do something we regret, and the what-ifs start popping up like popcorn. We think, what if I hadn't left? What if I hadn't said that? What if I didn't do that? What if I had just done that one thing? What if I had just done this thing differently? or not done that one thing. Whatever it is, is a, the what-ifs, like I said, they start popping up like crazy. It's natural to think that life is just pelting you with, you know, excuse the language, but crap sometimes. Like there's this big dude just resting on a cloud above you, messing with you for the fun of it. But don't let yourself fall into this common thought pattern. You're not a victim, and it's not your fault. Life happens to everyone, and the bad comes with the good. So it's not that you're just here to be tortured. It's that life is just sometimes tough. It just is to everyone. You need to realize that there is always something you can do about any situation. And, uh, I mean, that's essentially what this entire podcast episode is about. So just remember that you're not a victim. The what-ifs are natural. Everyone does them. Everyone kicks themselves when something goes wrong, even if it wasn't their fault. You're not a victim. Understand that life is just tough sometimes, and it's like that for everyone, and it's not like that to you because, you know, you've messed up, because you deserve it or anything like that. Okay? Remember that. So important. Number nine, go home to your breath. No matter what's going on around you, inside of you, above or below you, your breath is always there. It never goes away, never abandons you, and it feels everything you feel. 
If you're angry, your breath becomes heavy. If you're at peace, your breath becomes long and deep. No matter what's going on, your breath reflects the situation. No matter what, you can always go home to your breath as well. When you're going through challenges, your mind and body will tend to sort of separate in a sense. And this leads to all kinds of problems. But by going home to your breath, you have the ability to ground yourself, sort of like a tree who has extended its roots deep into the soil. And trees can weather very, very heavy storms. And so by going home to your breath, you can reunite the mind and body and bring peace to your breath. And consequently, bring greater peace to yourself. So always remember that. You always have the breath to go home to. And the breath is a tool that sends signals to your brain that affects the state of your mind. So it's not just that you always have the breath to go home to and it feels it makes you feel a little bit better. It'll actually change the way that you feel in your body and in your mind in a very real way. So remember, you always have the breath to go home to. Number 10, all you can do is take it one step at a time. So if all you have is the now, this moment, and you can only ever do any one thing in this moment, then when it really comes down to it, all you can do is take it one single step at a time. This might be really tough right now, but we can't just, you know, cast a spell and make it all disappear. It just doesn't work that way. And while you might have help, no one is going to do as much to help you as you, and no one else can even begin to help you unless you want to help yourself. The weight of the situation is just too much to take any large plans or to think with clarity. So really just in the midst of this challenge, all you can do is just look directly in front of you and take it one single positive step at a time. Now, there might be a lot going on right now, and you might not know exactly how you're going to get out of it right now, but if you take it a step at a time, step by step, those little actions, they will add up. They will, they really do add up. And if you keep going, focusing on the next step in front of you and nothing else, then eventually you'll turn around. You'll see completely, you'll completely transform the situation for the better. Very important point. Another important point, number 11, is to get out of your head and into the present. So important. As you, as you work out the problem, you know, whatever it is you're going through, you should do so in a way to where you're as present as possible. Don't get caught up in your mind thinking the, you know, the various what-ifs that we talked about. Getting down on yourself or worrying about what's going to happen in the future. One of the best things you can do for yourself right now is to witness reality exactly as it is more often and then to work from there. The more you live in your head, the worse the situation will feel. The, really, the worse the situation will get for your, you'll make it worse for yourself. That's really just the truth. So make it a conscious decision to not only be mindful as much as possible, more often than you have been, but in general to not get sucked into the, the looping negative thought patterns that are so easy to get caught into during, during these various different challenges that are more easy to get caught into, caught in whenever we're going through challenges. Those thought patterns, they suck us back into our mind and we start playing that story again. And this one's not a very good story. 
and we build on it, we make it worse and worse. Doing so will not only help you solve the problem by becoming more present, getting out of that, stepping out of that negative story, or, you know, if that's not possible, at least, you know, to take steps to improve the situation as a whole, but it will help you find peace by resting mindfully in the present, which is always beneficial no matter what it is that's going on. So those are my points. Uh, like I said, I hope that you found a few of them beneficial. I hope that you can take a couple of them with you and that they can help you through whatever challenge you're going through right now. As I mentioned, a lot of these are things that we're aware of. Some of them not, some of them are. And uh, some of the ones that you are aware of, a lot of times those can be the most powerful because you're already aware that they are true. You've experienced them before in your life, but you've forgotten about them. And so when they remind you, when you're reminded of them, you say, yeah, you know what? That's true. That's totally true. I know that to be true. And I just forgot about it. And so those oftentimes can be the most reassuring, even more reassuring than something that we haven't heard before, uh, which can be powerful in themselves. But yeah, those ones that we know to be true that we've forgotten about, they can often be the most reassuring, the most powerful for us. And a number of these tips can really create some real positive concrete change in your life if you act on them. So again, I hope that at least one, if not a few of these points are really beneficial for you, that you feel that they can help you through whatever challenge you might be going through right now. And uh, I know it was a big list, so I hopefully everybody found or got something from it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And uh, once again, before uh, I sort of sign off, I just wanted to let everybody know uh, you can get more uh, from me at my blog, which is buddhaimonia.com, which is the word Buddha, B-U-D-D-H-A, and then it's the letters I-M-O-N-I-A.com. And uh, if you go there, you can see my weekly blog, you can see the podcast episodes and the podcast show notes. You can uh, check out uh, various different mindfulness and meditation guides that I have, uh, my books and various different things, and you can sign up to the Buddhaimonia newsletter as well, where you can get uh, my uh, weekly updates for new blog posts and podcast episodes, and you can also get a number of free gifts, including uh, my ebook, The Little Book of Mindfulness, which is essentially an A to Z introduction to the practice of mindfulness and mindfulness meditation. So again, I hope you found today's episode beneficial and make sure to check out this week's guided meditation, which is the everyday uh, version, the everyday practice of mindful walking. So, you know, just walking as you go about your day mindfully. And uh, so it's a personal favorite practice of mine. So again, I hope you find it beneficial. Make sure to check that out. Uh, that's episode 31 of the ZFEL podcast. So again, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to seeing you next week. Peace.